on WAJR AM and FM. This is the Talk of the Town. From Morgantown to Clarksburg, if it's happening, we're talking about it. Call the show toll-free, 1-800-765-8255. Now, here are your hosts for the Talk of the Town, Dave Wilson and Sarah Giosi. Good morning. Welcome into the program, Talk of the Town with Dave and Sarah. Hope your day's off to a good start. Got a full house today. All things Harrison County on the docket. We have all three Harrison County commissioners in studio with us. Ron Watson, David Hankel, Patsy Trecost. We'll do the official introductions coming up in just a moment. We will have some opportunities later on in the show. This is your chance to talk to the commissioners. Uh, so if you have a question, comment, concern, uh, you know, want to get a pothole filled? Just kidding. Uh, you can give us a call, 800-765-TALK, 800-765-8255. 304-TALK, 304 is the text line. Actually, the text line, probably the best way to get in touch with us today uh, with all three commissioners in studio. 304-TALK, uh, 304 on the Twitter machine as well, at Dave and Sarah AM is our Twitter handle. Anything Goes Friday coming up tomorrow, the opportunity to talk about anything you want to talk about. A uh, quick programming note to mention, WAJR AM and FM in Morgantown, AM 1440 and 104.5 will carry President Trump's remarks coming up. They're scheduled for noon, but we all know how politicians operate. That's uh, noon-ish, but we will have those live for you coming up today at noon on 104.5 FM and AM 1440 WAJR in Morgantown. With all that said, we have to say good morning to the social media butterfly that is Sarah Giosi. <laughs> good morning, Dave. Good morning, guys. We've got a full house, Sarah. Are you ready for this? <laughs> so ready. All right. Let's do the official introductions. We have all three Harrison you County Commissioners in studio with us this morning. That is President Ron Watson. Ron, which one? Have I got... I'll tell you what. Let me go around the table this way. Let's start with David Henkel. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. Patsy Trecost. Hey, Patsy. Good morning, sir. And I got to make one quick adjustment to the board, or Ron's not going to be heard at all this morning. There's Ron. Wait a minute. Rush was on there for some reason. Hey, Ron. Good morning. How you guys doing? Uh, uh, By darn, I tell you that uh, from Harrison to Montagaya County, we can do 90 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got uh, several topics we want to hit on this morning. Um, Everything ranging from airports to inventory taxes and everything in between. But, uh, Ron, since you're the county commission president, I'll direct the first question toward you. Kind of a state-of-the-county question. How are things going in Harrison County? I think we're doing well. Um, When you compare us with the other 55 counties, um, I think we're right up uh, comparable with Montagaya County here. I mean, you know, things are booming anywhere along Interstate 79. And uh, what makes Harrison County uh, so uh, markable is that with Route 50 going across there, um, we're, uh, we're about an 8 to 10-hour drive to 60% of the population of the United States. So that makes us real good in terms of businesses and companies uh, that want to come and locate in north-central West Virginia. I think the whole, the region as a whole here, Mon, Marion, Harrison, I think you can bring in Preston County, Taylor County. We're set up to be, I think we could be more than what we are right now. Let me put it that way. We're still growing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's uh, any stopping point whatsoever. And uh, the way we look at it from uh, Harrison County, and particularly our airport, um, is that um, 
you know, we feel that there's about 17 counties uh, around, and we call uh, those counties as part of North Central West Virginia. So we don't look at it from a turf standpoint. We've uh, taken off our high school uh, football jackets and, <laughs> you know, what's good for all. I mean, you know, you take – uh, you take our FBI uh, center there. Heck, we got people, and our airport, we got people all the way from uh, Pennsylvania that drive in every day uh, just for employment. And I'm sure David and and um, and Patsy can give you more about the economic impact that actually our airport does. We're going to get into the airport. Yep. Other we side have of the a break. Whole segment on that one. But uh, but uh, David and Patsy, uh, your your guys' thoughts as well on how the county's going, Patsy. You know, we're growing, and, and we've got to take more of a, as, as uh, Ron said, and, and we hear Sarah talk a lot, we've got to take more of a regional approach. You know, we, we want the counties around us to do well because the better they do, the better we do, and the better we do, and back and forth. We want to uh, be a place where we're culturally rich and that we can share with one another an opportunity to spend time with our friends, our family, and that we are uh, appealing to businesses coming in to our area, but with the opportunity that we have. Um, we have a unique problem in West Virginia right now. We don't have so much as a job problem in this region. We have an employment problem. And uh, as we get into the show, we'll talk more about what we think we can do about that because we do know that because of you know, our opioid and drug epidemic, you know, we're, we have able-bodied people that aren't able to contribute right now and we've got to figure that problem out and i'll let david and ron speak more to the opportunity that's out at the airport right now but there there is job opportunity and uh, and we want people not only in harrison county to be able to feed their families from that but people from around the region we want people to visit harrison county and we want people to take harrison county money uh, out into the region so the economic flow is a circle David, anything to add? I know you guys are itching to talk about the airport. We're going to do that in just a moment, but anything to add first? I I think what Patsy and Ron have said so far is a a good snapshot of what's going on in Harrison County and north central West Virginia. And I think between Mon, Marion, and Harrison, we provide a unique job opportunity for the citizens of West Virginia, especially when you look at north central. I think we uh, take care of probably between us all we're probably in around a 22 24 county that feed into our area and we'd like to see that to continue to grow and i know at harrison that's our goal is to grow jobs and we're willing to work with any county that can help grow jobs we don't uh, like ron said we don't worry about the old high school letterman's jacket if it ends up in marion county we know people will live in harrison vice versa and we've found that we've been able to work with the other commissions to try to to get jobs into our area. Tell you what, Sarah, let's take this break early. Okay. Do you get the do you get the feeling they, they want to talk about the airport? What's <laughs> what, the development going around North Central West Virginia yeah, Airport? Yeah. I just I have a sneaky suspicion. Which is good because it's the first thing on our list too. So <laughs> we will bring that up on the other side of the break. If you have a question, uh, best way to get a hold of us today is the text line three oh four talk three oh four. Harrison County Commissioners, Ron Watson, David Hinkle, Patrick Trikos joining us in studio. We'll continue the conversation next.
Listen to the Talk of the Town podcast anytime, anywhere, online at WAJR.com. We've got the Harrison County Commission. All three commissioners are in studio with us for the hour. Ron Watson, David Hinkle, Patsy Treacost joining us. And we're joking before the break. These guys wanting to talk about the North Central West Virginia Airport, and for good reason. Um, David, I'll start with you. What do you attribute their success? I mean, the airport is succeeding right now. There's development going on. We're going to get into all of it. But overall, what do you attribute the success to? Uh, I think the uh, one is uh, our airport director has done a great job, Rick Rock. And we have a great board at the airport who have supported him and, and the endeavors needed to make our airport successful. And we've gone out and we have done the right alignment with uh, United or SkyWest to help us get our daily flights to D.C. and Chicago. And our Allegiant flights have just been unbelievable, and that's worked out. And by this summer, we'll be three flights a day again to Orlando and three to Myrtle, and we think we'll grow that more. And we're in the process of trying to grow our D.C. flights. So I think this year we hit close to 42,000 right. enplanements, which if you another way that people sometimes look at it, that means – in and out, we had over 80,000 people come and go through our terminal. So that's a pretty big big hit. And when we look at what the FAA predicted, we're almost double what they thought we would be by this time. Why does that matter? Why does it matter to have a good, thriving airport right here in our area? Uh, there's a lot of businesses, especially the Chicago and D.C. flight, that really rely on that. And we think that if we can work more with the local business, we can double or even triple that. It's just been real hard for the local businesses within the surrounding counties to get off that driving to Pittsburgh to catch that flight when you can leave out of uh, Bridgeport and go anywhere in the world. That's, that's the thing that we have a hard time still getting pushed. Once you go to Chicago, the world's open to you. And once you go to Dallas, the world's open to you. So it's, it's been that struggle to get the flying public to accept that out of what we call our encatchment basement, encatchment base, and that's 22 counties that we work for. It wasn't that long ago. We, we have spent a lot of time looking at airport numbers and emplanements and takeoffs and landings uh, as we've talked a lot about airports here in Montague County. It wasn't that long ago. 42,000 employments at North Central West Virginia, guys, was a fantasy. I mean, no. you, you were, it was under the 10,000 right. employment mark, which is that million-dollar threshold. Was there – did the authority come together and sit down and say, hey, this is where we're going? What started the, the momentum this direction? I, I think what uh, might add on to uh, David there, um, and you mentioned the million dollars. Uh, I've been with the airport authority since – 2002 or something to that effect and um, uh, right after 9-11 that created a lot of uh, uh, additional uh, security stipulations for airports particularly small city airports and uh, one of the things that uh, qualifies a small city airport for the million dollar federal assistance 
uh, is that you have to have at least 10,001 employments. And we had issues back then after 9-11 where we were only getting four or 5,000 employments, so we weren't qualifying for the, uh, the million dollars, which could go back into infrastructure with FAA approval. Um, so I, I reckon the board was really, I don't want to say risk takers, uh, but we were sort of uh, very progressive, out-of-the-box thinkers. And that's how we took the airport from there uh, to where we are to where we are today. And, of course, uh, at one point we were tied in with, with um, uh, Morgantown Airport, and we um, certainly advocated and got to the point where we're at now two or three years later is that we wanted a direct flight somewhere. We didn't care whether it was Cleveland, Ohio, or wherever it was, and uh, we wanted to be independent and cut loose, and we had issues with the FAA of trying to prove to them why we should be two separate entities. And as you can see now, the flying public has a lot of options um, if they're wanting to fly. They can actually come here to Mon County, Morgantown Airport, and they got a direct flight, I think, to Baltimore, one uh, to um, uh, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. You can come to our airport, and you've got Chicago, and you've got Dallas, or, or you can go to Charleston and have a, a little bit of uh, um, change there, or you can go to Pittsburgh. So all within a two-hour drive, the, the flying public has a lot, a lot of options into wherever they're wanting to go. The big thing about our airport, and, and David didn't mention this, but um, – we have right now the economic impact, annual economic impact for our, from our airport for our region is over 1.1 billion. That's with a B. That is one heck of a, a number for, we are an economic engine for North Central West Virginia. That, and it's projected uh, with some of the development that we're doing that in a short period of time, we feel that's gonna double to over 2 billion. Um, the other thing about our airport is it's actually owned by the taxpayers of Harrison and Marion County. Even though it's located in Harrison County, um, uh, it is uh, shared, ownership is shared with, uh, with Marion County. We have good rapport, uh, and I, I think uh, as Patsy was talking about uh, employment with uh, Pierpont, Fairmont State on, uh, on the properties there, uh, with the uh, certification, the FAA certification, those, those young people or older people, once they get certified and pass the FAA, they graduate on a Friday and they go to work for one of the businesses there on, on uh, Monday. So, I mean, what a great, great um, business that we have up there. You've kind of already answered my next question, but for folks that are listening that don't exactly understand the structure, looking at it from a county commission perspective, can you talk to me about, is it an airport authority? Is there one municipality in particular yeah. that's in charge? How's that work? Just so that people can yeah. kind of get an idea. No, it, it is a, um, the board is uh, by, by legislation uh, is made up by five members of Harrison County appointed by the county commission. Uh, five members in Marion County appointed by their so it, it's a separate entity uh, and at one time both our counties uh, had to subsidize uh, the airport operation just to keep the lights on uh, but over the past several years uh, we've been able to be a self-sustaining 
uh, airport. Uh, so unless there's a special project or something to that effect that uh, we need contributions from our counties, um, then um, that's the only time the taxpayers actually put anything in there now. And we have to give credit to Marion County because Absolutely. it is in Harrison County, but yet they've seen the opportunity for growth, and, and they have been all in. And, and I think because of the airport, um, you're going to see the gap from Saltwell to uh, what I call the Middletown Mall exit. It is going to continue to shrink and shrink and shrink, and it's just going to continue to grow. And, and, you know, but because of what's happening, you know, off of the two exits I just mentioned between what Bridgeport's doing with the new uh, sports complex, with what's happening with the new uh, – between the two exits, there will be more dirt moved in the next, David, 10 years than may have been moved in between the two counties in the history. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a lot of dirt moving projects going on. We're going to continue to get flatter, and, and we have to. Yeah, I think one of the things um, that seems to be um, a concern, or at least we get a lot of vocal, is are we competing against Morgantown Airport? Or is Morgantown competing against us? I mean, it's hard to it's hard for Morgantown, with all due respect to their I don't know 5,000 foot runway, to compare to an 8,000 foot runway that we have there. Now, what's scary to me and concerning is when uh, Congress starts getting involved and say, "Wait a minute, we're going to cut we're going to cut the subsidies to small cities airport." Well, there's about 150 uh, airports throughout the the, uh, the country that receive uh, monies from the FAA. Alaska, as an example, has about 70 or 80 airports up there. And if you take the subsidy away from there, because uh, what the feds was looking at, why do we have an airport and subsidize in Clarksburg and also Morgantown when you've got Charleston down there and then you have Pittsburgh? Uh, and so there was threats of, the, of doing that and just going regional, and we certainly dealt with our congressional people about maintaining that. And, you know, Clarksburg's about 90 miles away from uh, either of those so that we could keep that, but then that would cut maybe Morgantown out. So let's just say that they've, um, uh, they have not brought that back to the table, but somewhere down the line uh, the feds could cut the funds and by doing that, um, you know, we could be on the chopping block again. Patsy, I, we're, we're coming up on a hard break here at the bottom of the hour of the news break. You brought up economic development, and that's where I want to go when we come back on the other right. side of the news. Because it's not just airport flights in, flights out. That's right. There's economic development around it. Uh, Ron, you touched on the, the relationship with Pierpont, uh, the relationship with the high schools. There's educational opportunities oh. there as well. So, And it all kind of centers around having a a thriving airport we'll get into that coming up right. uh we got some texts coming in as well somebody wants to ask about joe mansion i don't think that's for our show mm -mm. somebody's yeah. getting a head start on talk Even line if it is we're not taking that one well maybe <laughs> coffee huh i don't know if you guys want to weigh in on impeachment i mean you guys go down that road we won't lead you down that road but if you want to it's All your three show of us are gray <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, we've got the Harrison County Commissioners in studio this morning. Ron Watson, David Henkel, Patsy Trecost. They're with us until 10 o'clock. That's when Hoppy Kirchwell takes over. He's in the belly of the beast again today. 
down in Charleston. Mm. Right now, it is 9.30. Let's get a news update from the Metro News Anchor Desk. Find out what's happening all across this great state of West Virginia. You're listening to the Talk of the Town on WAJR. Got the Harrison County Commission in studio with us this morning. Uh, your t- opportunity to ask a few questions as well. Best way to get hold of us today is the text line, 304-TALK-304. We'll try to get to a few questions uh, later on this half hour. Ron Watson, David Hinkle, Patsy Tricos joining us in studio. We were talking about the airport, and I said I wanted to get into economic development uh, and how that plays a part or how the airport plays a part in that. Um, I'll leave it up to you guys. David, you want to feel this right offhand? Uh, when we're talk- what kind of economic development is happening in particular around the North Central West Virginia Airport? Well, as far as economics go, we have uh, White Oaks that has grown and uses our airport uh, Charles Point's expanding. They're moving roughly four and a half million cubic feet of dirt right there at Jerry Dove, where they'll be putting in a new Menard shopping plaza and bringing in other businesses. Our airport also supports the FBI and the high tech consortium in Mon County. I mean, Marion County loves that they have an airport and they use that as part of their marketing. So our airport spreads out as far as the use goes. And then we have what we have on site. We have Pratt Whitney, we have Bombardier, and we have Aurora Flight Services, which are now as part of uh, Boeing. And all three of those are growing and they attribute it, one, to we have a great workforce in this part of the state and they love having the access so that their corporate people can come and go to uh, visit the plants and it's in the same way for suppliers so the airport just brings so much and we know even for Mon County and the other counties the airport is a hub for business travelers to come and go from this part of the state when speaking about economic development I think sometimes and and we were sort of talking about this a little bit off air but I think sometimes especially here in the state of West Virginia with growth can come fear of change. Do you have thoughts as we are growing, as we are expanding, as we are developing, what are your thoughts on keeping that Appalachian root, keeping our heritage, keeping our our culture where we're celebrating what we've got while also looking to the future, expanding, growing, and coming into the year 2020? It's kind of, I'm just lobbing that out there. <laughs> it's just never going to go away. I mean, on the way here, uh, you know, we uh, were on the four lane and uh, on Route 68, and we see the incredible growth, but at the same time, we see the most beautiful land in the world. Uh, and, and that's what West Virginia has to sell. We have, I, I say it all the time, and I said it yesterday in the county commission meeting, we do really, really good things, like with the Rails for Trails, for example, and we forget to tell anybody. We're the worst at not telling anybody. And as far as economic development, it's going to continue to grow. You have to realize Harrison County is 68,000 people. 
But during working hours, Harrison County is 100,000 people within our lines. But that's because of the regionalism we keep talking about. And as far as we can get off the airport, one of the lead things in Charleston, West Virginia this year is the inventory tax. Well, I can speak for myself. I would love to get rid of the inventory tax because it's going to benefit us. But Charleston has a great idea of getting rid of a tax, but just like the food tax years ago, we got rid of the food tax, and we have been taking money out of the rainy day fund ever since. So we've got to be smart about it, and we've got to have answers to questions. You know, yes, we want rid of it. I know as a commissioner it would benefit us benefit us here regionally and in our county, but how are you going to make up the monies that subsidize what we do? Because remember, we are in a service industry as commissioners. We want to provide a quality of life for people, culturally rich, clean water, adequate sewage, nice roads. And that's why we serve as commissioners. It's not to, you know, it's mostly to provide a quality of life that people want to live here. So, you know, let's continue to work together. But our culture is always going to be what it is. And we're always going to be beautiful West Virginia. I just want to echo what you said. I say it on here all the time. We are humble to a fault. (laughs) <laughs> we are humble to a fault. If I, I have lived all over this country, I've lived in other places in the world, and you go there and people, the second you step into that community, they start bragging about all the things they're doing. And then I come home, and, and it's the opposite. We, we kind of pinpoint all the things that we're not doing right. We're doing a lot right. I drove Sunday after church to Stonewall just to eat, just so I could see it. And, and, and I love going there. And it's so funny. It's 35 minutes away from my home, but yet I feel like I'm in a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows about it. But the good thing is during the summer, you do go there and you do see license plates from everywhere. So we're getting better. But we have a lot to sell. We just need to start marketing it. And we need to brag more, Dave. Uh, Well, well, you and I don't have that problem. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. (laughs) And I think that's one of the things that I'll say in the last year uh, with the companies that we've worked with. We're working with companies from out of Canada and other countries coming in, and we've we've done some things with them, and their big thing is, is that the perception that they just had about us was by the time they left and now that they've been with us for a while their perception of our area has really changed and they really enjoy the thought of expanding their companies here because they see what we have to offer and i think that's one of the things that we do have a hard time is trying to show the world what west virginia really can be about not just harrison marion and mon but west virginia and uh I think that uh, that's something that's going to take a while still to tackle, but we've been able to kind of cut through that. We've worked with uh, some Japanese companies, like I say, French-Canadian, Canadian, and uh, we're bringing business to the airport because we took the time to show them how great this area is, and they were just shocked to, to find that out. We got to take a break. When we get back, you mentioned the inventory tax. Yep, going to ask you about that. Uh, offer a couple of my own thoughts as well. Uh, some text messages coming in. Some of them have nothing to do with anything, but they're interesting. Maybe I'll just share those with you guys off the air. Good. Uh, that coming or up. If you have a question, hey, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, if you have a question, do text us three zero four talk three zero four. Got to get in a break. Back after this.
Now, back to the talk of the town on WAJR. Tell you what, Sarah, there's a, got a couple of good texts come in during that break. How about we get to a couple of those so okay. we don't pinch it at the top of the hour, which we tend to do. Uh, Texter into the show. Hey, Dave and Sarah, could you ask the commissioners, will you be pursuing a countywide building ordinance and expanding government overreach? I don't know about the last part, but are you are you guys considering something some countywide? Sounds like planning. I, I don't know how you want to address that. Um, I, I think the commission's had this uh, on the table for quite a while, and Commissioner Hinkle certainly has been uh, the most outspoken advocate on why we need. Uh, I call it zoning. Uh, call it what you want. You know, our county. Uh, doesn't have zoning it's not like being in the city of uh, w- one of the municipalities that have all the restrictions um, a lot of the rural people don't want to be told what uh, what they can do on their property uh, and you know for county commissions uh, if, if we look at it and and to uh, take what's needed I mean we've got a lot of dilapidated structures out there that would fall under under this also that uh, is more of a problem right now how in the heck do we get rid of them yesterday we uh, were in our first uh, circuit court uh, with uh, with an individual and that took three years to get to there trying to give the property owner every opportunity to uh, take care of the issue and like we tell the people we're not um, uh, we don't go out looking for it we are reactive not proactive and I'm telling you, there's not only our county, but I'm assuming there's a lot of counties out there sort of like that. But, David, you may want to address uh, your intent, what you've tried to do with the uh, building codes and so on. One of the things that run into as far as development goes is you want to bring a business or a business comes to your county to look at it, and you show them a piece of property. They look at it and ask if it's zoned. You say no. Then they have this second thought about, okay, I know I can come in and do whatever I want because it's not zoned, but the, the other part of the edge of this sword is, is right next to them, a housing development can go in, and now the trouble starts. Uh, what Harrison County would like to do is get the county squared around where we know where housing will be, where industrial will be, where retail will be just like a city does so that we have some cohesive plan on how the county can be developed how we can get water and sewage to where we need it instead of just trying to chase because somebody went 10 miles out the road and we're trying to chase the utilities out and so zoning grandfathers in what it is now but in the future it just stops and allows businesses to when they know when they want to come in and make an investment they're making one that's safe and that there's not going to be an issue going down the road that 50 homes are going to complain and ask the county commission to close them down because they don't want like either the smell the noise or just the type of business it is and so if everybody knows going in up front what's zoned you don't run into those issues and pretty much across the country zoning is in west virginia has i think eight counties it's not been something that's 
been looked at only because most of the counties don't get into that point where Marion, Mon, Harrison, I'll say Canal Wood and the Panhandles have that much development going on that it hasn't come to, in to bite them yet. But sooner or later it will be an issue, and, and uh, i just like to see us be proactive. Guess what, Sarah? Hmm. Final break. It goes like by fast. quick. I told yeah. you guys it goes by quickly. <laughs> we'll take our final break, try to get to uh, – we've got a call, a couple more texts. We'll try to get to those as well. We're going to have to have you back. We're not going to get everything covered in this hour. You want a preempt topic? Can we do that? Do we have that authority? Yeah. <laughs> right. We're back after this. <laughs> We're talking about your town on WAJR. Quickly running out of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we'll try to get to as much as we can here with the Harrison County Commission. Ron Watson, David Hinkle, Patsy Trecost joining us in studio. I do want to quickly talk about the inventory tax because it's come up with other commissioners. Uh, and, and it seems this is the consensus, and you kind of mentioned it, Patsy. Yes, it's a regressive tax on business. Yes, it would be nice to get rid of it. And then comes the but. You can't leave counties in, lur- in a lurch here. Um, counties like I know Montegallo County, yeah, they could raise property taxes, make up for the money, but that doesn't seem a good way to, to make up for that. I've heard proposals to backfill, make counties whole, but from what I understand, you're, you're penalizing counties that are growing into the future. So where do you guys see this going at this point? Yeah, let me just give you a perspective from the County Commissioners Association, which represents all 55 counties. Um, We've had uh, lengthy discussions with regard to this. Uh, We will not support anything that doesn't, that's an unfunded mandate. And, uh, you know, this is possibly an unfunded mandate. Legislature wants to push everything back on the county commissioners, and county county commissioners are really the endangered species among the uh, elected officials, which means that every decision we make, we get the approval of one side or we get the hate from the other side. So it uh, makes it difficult. And uh, we do have a lobbyist uh, in Charleston with as this continues to go through uh, as to where the County Commissioners Association stands on that. And um, that's one of our concerns. We have talked, I believe we've had you on, Patsy, talking about the opioid epidemic and the the drug problem. And it's not just opioid. I mean, it, there, there is a drug problem. Uh, it goes from, well, it's all over the state. I mean, you can pick a municipality, you can pick a county. How's Harrison County trying to address that? You know, we start earlier and earlier with education. And, and uh, I mean, we're in the fifth grade now, and and, and we're telling you what's going on. And, and, and the... the I hate to say it this way, but kids understand it because ch- children in the fifth grade now understand that they're being raised by their grandparents mm-hmm. and, and other kids aren't. So when we talk to them about that, unfortunately, they relate to it, that, that they may or may not have parents in their lives. And that is so unfortunate. And uh, but we know that whether we're talking about economic development or or wh- whatever it is, um, it's hurt our state. Uh, we have a great state. Uh, I talked earlier about, you know, people can't fill jobs here. 
uh, we do have different cultures in the state of West Virginia. I, I mentioned off air that, uh, you know, our children here will go to other states for employment, but yet we can't, somehow we've got to get, you know, south of Flatwoods, you know, men and women uh, they coming out of school to understand they can learn a trade with their hands and come here and, and start a life and raise a family. And, and uh, one of the things that's happened to the FBI that we've talked about is that if people do come here, uh, people have come from all over the country to work here because of the FBI. Um, we find more and more they stay after they retire. So what we have to offer is good, and what we've got to do is continue to educate and hope that we can create a society that can function without it. All right. Well, we're down to our last minute here, guys. Is there anything I know in particular? Let's just very <laughs> quickly mention the rail rail trails. Uh, you guys are, are doing some investments there. You've got some other things that just I feel like there's a lot of really wonderful things going on. Mm-hmm. Did you want to quickly just throw any of those out there? I'd like to give a shout-out uh, to our superintendent of schools, Mark Manchin. He's done a great job in trying to uh, prepare the uh, students of uh, Harrison County and get them ready for the workforce, particularly with our aerospace up there. So uh, we've got a partnership going on there, and hopefully these kids coming out of high school will already have some of the courses that's needed to go into the next phase, which is Fairmont State and Pierpont. So they'll be ready to work. David? Yeah, and I want to, same thing for Patsy. Uh, This is my, going on my fourth year on the commission, and when Patsy came on, he brought rails to trails, I think, more to attention to the commission. And he really has spearheaded and done a great job We've gone out and made a lot of investment in equipment and manpower to bring that up to what I'll call uh, a number one project within the county to give the people in our county some place to go and enjoy, relax, and uh, and have a good time. And I think that we're going to see a lot happen in the future. That's going to do it for us, guys. Appreciate it. Hoppy, coming up from the Capitol. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.